0: me. Wolf will float too. Georgie. I saw something. A clown. Yeah, I saw him too. we will float too. What happens when another Georgie goes missing? Wolf will
1: float too!
0: Or one of us. we will float too! Are you just gonna pretend it isn't happening like everyone else in this
1: town? we will float too! If we stick together, win
2: Listeners, welcome to Chewing the Scenery Horror Movie Podcast. This is episode 100. We made it. We're out of double digits. What do you think? (laughs) No, no. You
0: realize it was something to survive. Yeah. Are we all downhill
1: from here or uphill? I would say we've just hit our stride. It's all downhill from here.
2: It's a smooth downhill careening from here on out. So... We did it. Is this going to be our last show?
0: Yeah. This is our last show, people. <laughs> nice to
2: know you. No, we're just kidding. Um,
0: so, so welcome to the, to the last show.
2: <laughs> One of the, We may have more behind us than we have ahead of us. We never know. Anything could happen. Uh, so thank you to the Moonrays for giving us that song, Intro Creature Features, at the top of every show. Uh, you can find them on Amazon or iTunes where you can buy the music digitally. And if you want to say hi to them, find them on Facebook, where they are the Moon Rays. Uh, we are art people who make art stuff. We're not professional critics. We're here to have fun, and we're going to spoil some movies. So be ready for that. When we talk about the main features, such as it,
0: clown's a killer. <laughs> see,
2: you were warned. Um,
0: turns out the clown did it.
2: <laughs> the clown did it. Didn't even try they to. They spoiled it.
0: their own movie, though. To be fair. Within the first 10 15 minutes,
2: I wouldn't disagree. Yeah, it's it's pretty well spoiled right out of the gate. Yeah, um, before we get into our main attraction, we're going to talk about it. Shit. <laughs> it does rhyme. Um, we'll talk about what we've watched since last time. Uh, but first, we are your hosts. I'm Richard, and I'm here with Will. Hello, and Jolian. Good evening. All right, so uh, what have you guys watched since last time? Do you want to kick it off, Will, or Jolian, or shall I?
0: I've watched nothing.
2: <laughs> That's, <laughs> we're going to get right to the point. You just can't wait to talk about
0: it. I watched <laughs> it, and that was it.
2: Okay. Uh, Jolian, do you want to go, <laughs> or shall I? <laughs> Your list is longer than mine. Go ahead.
1: All right, uh... Well, uh I think my favorite movie of the week was uh, Bahubali, which is um uh a Tollywood film from uh well there's two parts to it, so it's two thousand fifteen and then the second part came out this year. Uh directed by SS Rajamuli. It stars Prabhas as Shivuru and Amarendra Bahubali. It's it's a, a kind of a mythological historical epic. Uh it was, it's based around this um this city called masmati which uh is supposed to have existed once there's various references to it, but they're not sure where it was somewhere in central india okay um but anyway he's he's this like demigod hero of it so if you like peplum or um historical fantasies then mm-hmm. uh yeah, this is a good one um super spectacular it's a huge it was one of the biggest movies ever come out of the country and um yeah I, I enjoyed it. The, the whole thing I mean, it's it about five hours altogether. Uh uh it's got one of the best decapitations ever. Oh yeah. In the first part. And and the head the head makes a reappearance in the second part. <laughs> does it sing? No it does not. Okay. So it's but, not really Bollywood. It's great. It's <laughs> like it's, it's this moment where uh <clears throat> the the hero doesn't know quite who he is and another guy doesn't know who quite who he is and then the decapitated just realizes who he is <laughs> but it all comes together at that crucial moment when he, when the head goes flying okay but, um yeah uh just loved it um, Sounds awesome. yeah it is it is awesome i want to see it it's visually just wonderful how do you get that at the library uh, that was on Netflix oh it's on Netflix but I, I'm uh, hoping it will come out on Blu-ray here right. eventually, cause, oh. how does the Netflix. head travel
2: does it roll, bounce or hover
1: <laughs> it flies it's uh, I, I'll tell you what happens
2: the initial flight or does it continue being the, uh, able to fly
1: there's there's one guy who you know is good but he's he's loyal to these people who, who are the, the bad rulers of this kingdom and Damn. then you've got the hero and no one knows who he is yeah, you, including him.
2: So there were very fine people on so, both sides. But
1: there's this like <coughs> mystical sword that he's gonna, uh, he's gonna inherit, right? Okay. And then there's there's one of the evil royalty. Mm. So <laughs> this, this is like a, if if you're used to like Telugu movies, there, <laughs> I mean, you start at ODT and look upwards because you just have no idea how over the top. These things can go, <laughs> uh, but he, he so he does this like flying leap, and uh, <clears> as he flies, uh, uh, and then the other the other guy is coming towards him, and he's carrying the sword and its hilt, and he's and um, so he goes this flying leap. But as he goes through the air, he plucks the sword out of its scabbard, and uh, as he comes down the other end of the leap, he like whips off the head of the the bad guy, and the, it just goes flying through the air. <laughs> So it flies on its initial decapitation. Yeah, it's all about the momentum. Okay, and then the uh, the, the the corpse goes staggering along for quite a, quite a distance. <laughs> <laughs> and then the uh, in the second part, the the head makes a reappearance where um, the uh, the 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 people who the you know the the evil dynasty that's taken over the city uh, they're on this like massive like structure and uh, the, the palace and uh, so they're way up there in the back they're way way away from the, where the hero is but he wants to send them a message so <laughs> it goes into the air once more and the hero nails it with his arrow and it gets nailed right into the palace wall
2: oh nice
1: <laughs> but uh, that's one of the subtler moments wow um, yeah uh, B-A-A-H-U-B-A-L-I um, hold oh bunch of beautiful looking people in it of course well, well costumed i'm sure yeah um, a lot of choreography yep yeah, yep yeah. there's like three musical numbers in the first part i don't mind those some people do
2: so the, the I like a, but the head yeah. is not involved in any of them
1: no no there's no singing part for the decapitated head uh, all right <laughs> Um, not going to watch it. All right. And I saw <laughs> this. Uh, head's not singing. I'm not in <laughs> on it. A Japanese TV movie called uh, Insmith or Kage, which is Shadow Over Insmouth. Oh, okay. Uh, from 1992. This is a uh, Chucky J. Konaku, um, mm-hmm. who also worked on some of the Ultraman series. Um, so this, this is a. It keeps the basic structure. of it's, it's only about 50 minutes or so long. Uh, keeps the basic structure of um, Shadow of Inns- Innsmouth. Mm-hmm. So like, in this case, he's a photographer who goes out to this town. Yeah. And because uh, he's he's ha- had these, like, uh, visions and odd photos of these peculiar kind of fish-looking people. mm mm-hmm. So he goes into town and gets drawn in and finds dark secrets that uh, he really wished he hadn't, he hadn't. <laughs> um, Imagine. Yeah, uh, and the, the the lead character is played by Shiro, and he's he you know he's another like Lovecraft fan and uh. scholar. You know, um, he was in *Evil Dead* Trap Two, um, and and the atmosphere is kind of like those BBC like Christmas horrors they used to do, where mm-hmm. it's like uh, M R James or something. So yeah, it's you know pretty. Uh, you know, you're, you're not going to see action or anything but it's just this creepy atmosphere yeah and and this version they um there's this kind of implicit undertones of things going wrong sexually in this town you you know you know the original story like yeah isolated community and then each generation is coming out a little more mutated you know yeah uh and this one this one um yeah uh so there's a couple of women in this one which uh I mean, you hardly get women at all in Lovecraft stories, but yeah. they're very much to the fore in this one. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put a link to it when we put this show up. Um, and then I watched uh, The Snake Woman, which is a British movie from 61. Now, uh, this is by um, some of the team who did uh, Dr. Blood's Coffin, which we talked about in a very early show, I think. Awesome. One of our zombie specials, I think. Um, but anyway, so directed by Sydney J. Fury. Um, this is really, really dull. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's it's kind of like a, a dress rehearsal for the reptile, it's got which had some of the same people working on it. Um, which is much better.
2: So they were holding back,
1: yeah. This is like really restrained. It's it's uh black and white, it looks quite good, it's you know, it's very shadowy and um but it is terribly dull that the heroine is such a stiff um the woman is gorgeous um and there's this uh, local witch named Aggie Harker um she, she's quite fun um but yeah i i like the first third of it is what would be a prologue in a better scripted movie um. you know how how the snake woman came to be and the camera just often just like sits there in mid shot, just watching a scene play out, and then they go on to the next scene. It's just it's just so so indifferent,
2: <laughs> very pedestrian, isn't it? Yeah, that well, it's there's,
1: terrible. There's this bit that that could be really interesting visually when he he realizes what the snake woman is. Mm-hmm. He finds he finds her shed skin, oh, and it's just like flat. It's like, huh. Well, how about that? <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. A... Don't that beat all. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, it's got, uh, oh, the, the woman who plays the snake woman, Susan Travers, who is in uh, The Abominable Dr. Vibes. Oh, okay. Have you watched those yet? I've not. Okay. Um, and she's playing a character named Atheris, which means Bush Viper. And uh, her surname is Addison. Ah. Oh. So all right?
2: <sighs> She's an adder. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. Uh final exam. That's another not good one. <laughs> uh directed by Jimmy Houston. This is from 1981. Uh apparently filmed 79. Uh is it really lame? What's it about? <laughs> so there's final exams going on on, so most people have left this school in somewhere in Georgia. Uh-huh. And uh so most people are off the campus. So and there's, there's just a killer usual stereotypes yeah there and there's a killer yeah um, and he's just this dude with a haircut and a knife wow. <laughs> he, he's like there's no there's no explanation for who he is or anything uh, uh, and the other thing that's unusual about it is um, all the murders that are shown in the first 76 minutes are uh, of men oh huh so there's like a two women you see one get Killed just off screen. Uh, one and a couple get uh, killed completely off screen, and then you've got the final girl at the end who gets chased around, of course. Yeah.
2: You just hear a bunch of off camera chasing and you, screaming. Is this
0: on Netflix? No. Where did you watch this? Uh,
2: you own the Blu ray, don't you?
1: No. <laughs> no, I'm not likely to ever see it again. Uh, I think I was on the internet somewhere. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I was, <laughs> and to continue my random not very good movies. Uh Guardians, which is the Russian superhero movie. You might have seen trailers for cuz it's got By a weird bear in it. Yep. Yeah. Bear bear with a machine gun. Which uh. which could be fun, but it's it this when he becomes a weird bear it's completely CGI and it's way beyond their capacity and this is like sci-fi channel. Yeah. It's very poor uh, like the, the movie's just not handled well. I mean, it's got extremely good-looking people in it.
2: They could edit that up and just turn it into Werebear on sci-fi.
1: Yeah, the, the guy who plays the Werebears, Anton Popushny, and uh, you just want to keep watching him because he's like this really good-looking, like kind of Viking, massive guy. And uh, if you know, if they ever get around to doing like one of the uh, Soviet super teams in Marvel movies, the, he'd, yeah, he'd, the he'd be, Russian Thor. Yeah, yeah, if it was like Thor versus you know, some Russian hero, like, uh, Liam or something. Yeah. He'd, he'd be perfect. And he looks great. He's quite charismatic. And, and the women have got these like killer cheekbones. <laughs> oh, that's like a superpower. It's amazing. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's pretty poorly done. Uh, I was, I was disappointed. It's like all the cliches you see in superhero movies. Mm. Uh, you know, it's not, I was hoping for something different. Yeah. Um, but anyway. the first Russian superior movie, so hopefully they'll do better. Um, better
0: luck like next time. Yeah. Russia. <laughs> uh there's <laughs> lots of
1: lots of worship of butts. Uh, if, if you like looking at women's butts in various stretch material. Hmm. Uh you get that. Um
2: It's not gonna hurt the box office any.
1: Well typically I typically speaking. I wonder what the reaction was to it in Russia because I know they're into comics now and mm-hmm. superhero comics uh, there is a culture for it now and uh so i wondered if they were like supportive of it but there's was like savage reviews of it oh in russia and like uh it was number one its first weekend and then each successive week it dropped by 90 percent.
0: oh wow wow
2: <laughs> so everybody who was gonna see it went and saw it
0: yeah, and they all hated it.
2: <laughs> and they told two friends. Yeah,
1: and they all went up to the buddies and went Nyit. <laughs> Um But apparently, because there was Chinese money in it, and it did okay in China, uh, there may be a sequel. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> they maybe it'll be Chinese heroes.
0: Maybe the sequel will be good. Yeah, <laughs> one of those rare ones where like they. <laughs> they get an all right the second time around. I do. I, do. I can't think of any, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh then also saw Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Um also I'm Russian. Yeah. Uh some have you ever seen this one, either of you? No. Nope. Uh it's just stuffed with eye candy. I mean, that's all it is. So right? much stuff flying at you. Uh and there's so many jokes coming at you, some of them land. Uh-huh. Um but sometime <clears throat> into the second hour of it I was like What's the plot? I didn't I wasn't even sure who the protagonist was. Wow. Um and then then it kicks in about an hour and a half into it The the plot starts and you realise who the antagonist is and you know what needs to be done and so on. What people's goals are all no of a movie sudden. should
0: wait that long. Yeah. It's like You should be wrapping it up at night and then it's not <laughs>
2: at okay get this at at 60 minutes in we're going to reveal the power rangers what do you guys think i think that works
1: right yeah.
0: and can we push it back further so, uh, so it, it was 70 all, minutes
1: it was all like but it's all about the family subtext in jokes pop culture references and then and you know it was all right but can we have a story please
2: So if you throw a handful of gravel at a picket fence, some of it's going to get through. (laughs)
1: Um, So, uh, but yeah, once the plot kicks in, yeah, um, it was was more interesting. And then about 15 minutes from the end, the story was done. So I I know Will would, you love these movies that just take the ending and go on forever. And they just keep going and going. (laughs) There's like during the end credits, there's like four or five times it stops for another. You no know, bu- button yeah you know what's to come you know, setting up other franchise ooh previews things yeah Thanos uh, in it uh he's referred to mm. several points and and yeah it, it, it like makes nods to various other cosmic marvel characters yeah uh mantis in this is really different to what she is in the comics like if you mm. read the celestial madonna saga mm. she's really awesome but in this one she's kind of goofy mm. um so yeah hopefully I mean, she she's going to be in the, in the next you know avengers infinity war and stuff so hopefully she'll get to do more but she, she's a really cool actress um rob zombie is in it again as one of the Ravagers. oh yeah don't see much of him though but uh rob
0: zombie's guardians of the galaxies <laughs> volume two <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that was it he's only in it it's his name. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a 90s video
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about some of that too about it um, was that your list? yep 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 okay I watched a Svengoolie hosted movie that had uh, uh, Bela Lugosi in it and I think Lionel Atwill and it was an old dark house and there was some bullshit going on and is it the 13th? yes <laughs> I, I scrolled through and I went, chair. I don't think it was this one. I don't think it was that one.
0: I'm going to have to look. The 13th, Thirteen, 13.
2: <laughs> The Mockingbird Lane. Yes. No, I don't know what it was, but he was sort of the head butler
0: mm.
2: and he has to fire some woman and then she goes off and gets murdered anyway. So I watched about the first half hour of that one. <laughs> and then I switched to Sven Gulli hosting Bride of Frankenstein and oh. watched that because it was just sitting there waiting to be watched. And that was our first show. We talked about that movie. Mm-hmm. And that what's-her-face, uh, the screaming woman who won't shut up. Um, yeah. <laughs> what's, what's that actress's name? She's just horrible. Is it
1: Una Thurman? Or... <laughs> <laughs> Uma, Uma Thurman.
2: Una, Una O'Connor? Una. Is that it? Una O'Connor? Something like that. Anyway, oh, she's just... She gets worse every time you watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically like, oh... The audience are a bunch of idiots. We need to give them this ridiculous, overacting, screaming woman. Outside of that, everything else is great. And I I, I know you can't have all the rest of it without that also. You know, we can't be revisionists and edit her out of the movie, but I wouldn't hate it if that happened. Just saying.
0: Why Uh, can't we be revisionists and edit her out of the movie? We could. I think, you know, I'd love to edit some of these movies we've watched.
2: Or we could just edit all of her parts together and just put it on a loop
0: like a messiah of evil <laughs> looking at our list i would love to make an edit of that yeah i think there's a good movie there I don't know.
1: i like that one
0: i like it i like it a lot but i think it could be a tighter
1: okay story yeah it
2: could be edited it could be remade beautifully if the right people handled it mm-hmm. um i did watch a documentary about king kong called long live the king oh yeah have you seen this whole thing? No. You should watch it. I think you'll enjoy it. It's on Amazon. Oh,
1: okay.
2: Um, so if that's the kind of thing you're into, if you like documentaries, if you like King Kong, both of those are mm. my thing. Um, Dana Gould is one of the interviewees that talks about you know his relationship with the movie and his thoughts and opinions on it. Jolene, I don't know if you would enjoy the fact that um, most of the people they talk to don't enjoy the um, the Godzilla, the the Toho King Kong. Okay. Uh, they just don't like any kind of man in the suit playing uh. Kong, except for some bits and pieces of the 76 King Kong. They kind of forgive that a How little. How can
0: anybody forgive anything in that movie? <laughs> that movie's total crap. It's got, it's
2: got the big Lebowski in it, man. The dude.
0: It does not matter.
2: Yeah, It's not a great movie.
0: No, it's a terrible movie.
2: Great poster. Kong's hair That's... is perfect on that poster. Yeah. No matter what Joe, Joe version Barry of the
0: soundtrack, yeah, no, <laughs> no, there's too much crap in that movie to make it. It, it, like it, which we'll talk about, uh, has more bad parts than good. Okay. Too okay. much is rotted; that meal is wasted. Mm.
2: Okay, so long live the king. If you like King Kong, watch it. Uh, they may agree or disagree with some of the stuff you like or don't like, but that's cool. Uh, You know, you know what they say about that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Black dynamite. I think of this as black exploitation, (laughs) exploitation. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Which is, it was fun. It was really good. It was from 2009. Um, I don't want to go too far into it, but if you took every trope from every black exploitation movie and put them all into one movie and, It was very self-aware and
1: bad edits and a lot of, you know... I enjoyed the trailer more than the actual movie.
2: Yeah, I would say so. Uh, But the movie was fun. I watched it and enjoyed the whole thing. And uh, the lead, I didn't know him from anything else, but he he seemed pretty capable with his martial arts. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was in, like, excellent condition physically to be doing all that stuff. So it was great. Um, And that was from 2009. Uh, Watched The Drowning from 2016. Uh, This has that dude from The Good Wife and some other people in it. And it's about some... That
0: dude from The Good Wife some other people. The
2: the guy they killed off. Uh,
0: Blonde. I don't know. I never watched that show. Blonde
2: dude. Yeah, I never watched it on purpose. Um, uh, Although I do like Juliana Margulies. I think she's... Yeah. yeah, she's,
0: She's easy on the eyes. Yeah.
2: She's easy on the eyes and she's... Uh, if good. your eyes
0: happen to be watching that program. If
2: you, if you don't like moving your eyes around and
0: she's in front of them. Closing them or leaving. <laughs>
2: yeah. uh, so the drowning is about this guy who. Uh, Drowns? Well, one guy or is just... trying to drown the other guy saves him. And it turns out this is an old uh, uh, client? Question mark? Uh, it seemed like he was working with um, with at-risk youth or something like that. And this was one of his old clients who is now like 19 or so. Mm. And he knew the kid when he was like 10 or 11. And it seemed like the kid had murdered somebody or something when he was younger. Now Did he's... you
0: watch this thing at all? Or are you just being vague on purpose? I'm being vague on purpose. I want, oh, to, okay. I want to be done
2: talking about it. Um,
0: so
1: you wouldn't recommend it?
2: I would. It's, it's a soft recommend to people who like stuff they don't have to think very hard about. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of a no. Unless you And just, this
0: is a Good Wife spinoff movie? No. Wow.
2: It's it feels like a made for TV. Um, Sounds like yeah. It's almost like a, oh we, we it's like a Lifetime movie. Only we wanted to be better than that. We wanted to be almost like a real movie, but still Not sort quite. of still sort of a Lifetime
1: movie.
2: Mm. Um, I knew what was going to happen throughout the movie.
1: Is he drowning?
2: Um, he doesn't really drown. He tries sort of, yeah. but it seems like it's a ploy. Like he knows the dude's right there and is going to save him. It's all very calculated, and every time it's like, ha ha, he's already there and he's helping your wife make dinner. It's like, I saw that coming. It's like, oh, you're going to go over here. Oh, he's already there. Saw that coming. Mm. Uh, Just whatever. It's a a soft recommend to people who don't want to think. For everyone else, I don't recommend it.
0: (laughs) A movie for half wits.
2: (laughs) Pretty much. And The Mummy with, um, oh, wait, Tom Cruise? Tom
0: Cruise, Mommy?
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) Oh, he's excited now. Oh, yes. Wow. How was it? Oh, look at Will's face (laughs) right up.
2: It was a CG (laughs) buffet of fabulousness.
0: Was it worth watching? Was it the worst thing you've ever seen? It's, it's, it's Only one of those is applicable.
2: <laughs> okay, if I had to pick between the two, I would say worst thing I've ever seen.
0: Really? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you're so excited oh, to see it now. I'm so excited to see it now. You will it's You will laugh at
2: it. You will laugh at it in a lot of places.
0: <sighs> I, know. I want to watch it, and I want to watch it with Will. <laughs> right. You should. All right, we should live watch The Mummy.
2: Yeah. Oh, so I forgot to mention earlier in my list was Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise, oh, like nineteen ninety-six. One. Mm-hmm. It's a fun movie. I hadn't watched it in years. I think I saw it maybe the year it came out or the year after that. I or, saw
0: that one in the theater. Yeah.
2: So um, it was kind of like, oh yeah, let's just watch something mindless. How about Mission Impossible?
1: I, I watched <clears> that <throat> and and like afterwards, I read all these reviews from mainstream critics who didn't understand it they found it confusing why it seems simple enough
0: yeah yeah i seem to remember it wasn't a bad kind of spy movie yeah brian de palma has sp- great yeah. set pieces in it mm-hmm. yeah and uh a helicopter in a train tunnel yeah. at the end
2: <laughs> who doesn't want that i think missing was a dog you know
0: <laughs> flying the helicopter driving <laughs> <Right>. the train <laughs> right. that was
1: airwolf wasn't it yeah i think, it was. I think so
2: but really, when you think about it, it's like it's a it's a spy story and there's a double cross. Ooh, wait a minute. That, I'm confused. I don't know what to do with that information.
1: Yeah. And not that it relates to this movie in any way. But if you if you're watching a suspense thriller of any kind and somebody's in a wheelchair at the start of it, they're going to be out of that wheelchair by the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: It's a miracle. So we'd like to uh, say rest in peace, Basil Gogos. Yeah. Um, great artist for many decades. If you've seen a cover of famous monsters of Filmland, uh, or many other books and magazines you've seen his work, it's always this, uh, realistic yet. Phantasmagorical color wise. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. some, some great work. Uh, yeah, we've, I'm sure all three of us have enjoyed his stuff every time.
0: Stuff's great. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I had the, uh, the strange, uh, placement of being his back-to-back neighbor at at a uh, horror convention, um, which was probably a one and done. It wasn't a very successful horror convention, but he was the guest of honor. So it was kind of cool, but kind of a drag to be back-to-back with him at something that wasn't well attended. But uh, everyone who did go see him uh, and get something signed was uh, very happy to meet him. And there were people who had tattoos of his work Mm -hmm. and he was He was really very gracious and very kind, really nice guy, and uh, it's a loss for sure. He was doing a lot of abstract painting in his uh, last few years that I saw him post uh, on social media. I want to say it was on Facebook. Um, So um, if you don't know him, look him up. But uh, we also lost uh, Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah. So two two people whose work we've enjoyed. So... um, Anything else you guys want to add about those losses?
1: Yeah, and uh, I've got a bunch of his pictures on Facebook now, but there's some great galleries out there of his stuff. Yeah,
2: um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's definitely worth um, exploring again. I was actually seeking out some uh, some out of print books or some uh, other later edition books of basil's work and it looked like uh some of the stuff had gone up in price and i was just sort of lurking looking for it and you know i I'm imagine the price has shot up now but uh well, i'll keep an eye out for it it's all good stuff so that being said uh we all went and saw it mm-hmm. the 2017 movie based on the stephen king novel um and i was gonna say we we all definitely saw the same movie because we sat side by side
0: yep uh, i'm pretty sure
2: was was the reclining seat making you uh, sleepy or, or no, bored? No, dear
0: God, I wish I could sleep. <laughs> I longed for sleep during it. <laughs> longed for it. Uh, so, well... Sleep wouldn't come. <laughs> movie was too loud. Why did they have to play it so loud? I could nap through like 45 minutes of that movie, wake up for the end, and would have felt perfectly fine.
2: Now, not considering the source material, Will... Uh, this two hour and 15 minute long movie, how long do you think it should have been?
0: Uh, 90 minutes. You know, the answer, <laughs> the answer or a movie shouldn't be longer than 90 minutes, ideally 88 or 87. No, you got 90 minutes. i give you the full 90 minutes.
2: <laughs> okay. Does that include when you see the runtime, does that include all of the credits? Yes.
0: That's all of it.
2: Okay. All right.
0: So, you know, you got 90 minutes.
2: Do you want to ruin the surprise? What happens at the end of the credits?
0: The clown laughs. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> and I think they mentioned Thanos.
2: Uh, <laughs> Thanos, the hands of fate.
0: Thanos, the hands of fate.
2: It's a sequel to Manos, the hands of fate. Yep. Yeah. All right. So you feel it could have been 90 minutes. Yeah. Julian, how did you just like,
0: <laughs> just like the Hobbit or the Lord of the Rings movies? I could have each been ninety minutes long. Sure, I could do it. I could cut them up, make make sense. We gotta get you.
2: Minutes. We gotta get you some editing software. I
0: in. want it.
2: <laughs> so that being said, Jolien, how did you feel about? Let's just talk about the runtime. Did they get everything in there story wise that you needed to get uh, the story? Yeah. Okay. Do you feel like it dragged?
1: Um. There was some slower areas i felt
0: dragged a bit yeah every scene was needed especially kids cleaning up a bloody bathroom
1: (laughs) yeah
0: Uh,
2: yeah, so
0: you know what else you need lots of scenes kids in sewers talking about gray water Mm. sure yeah yeah make sure they really nail that issue
2: (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so there's that uh do you feel like you've seen other movies that had some of this stuff in them? Yeah. Uh, any adaptations of Stephen King's work that <laughs> felt similar? Uh,
0: other than it? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of stuff. It.
1: Okay. Yeah, especially Stand By Me. Yeah.
0: That's yes, kind of where I yes. was
2: going with that.
0: It was Stand By Me meets one of the later Friday or Nightmare on Elm Street movies. I could say showed nightmare five on the mm-hmm. marquee in the movie. And I think that's, it was stand by me and nightmare on Elm street, part five. Okay. Dream child or warrior or, and if you'd Freddie's back or whatever it was called.
2: So one suggestion I would make to the filmmakers, if you don't want people drawing comparisons to stranger things, don't put the fucking kid from Stranger Things in it.
0: <laughs> well, evidently the kid, the guys who did Stranger Things, wanted to direct it. I understand that, but too, they didn't yeah. have the.
2: They didn't have the resume.
0: Yeah,
2: they clearly are capable. They didn't have the
0: pull to make it, so they made their own
1: it. <laughs> um, you know who else wanted to do a version of it? Who back in the day, George Romero.
0: Yeah. I heard that this too. That would have been
1: interesting. He wanted to do it as a ten-part series.
0: Oh, that'd be good.
1: But they wouldn't let him go that long.
0: Oh, should have done it like a. I mean, if he was still alive and they could have done it as like a Netflix show, it'd mm-hmm. be perfect.
1: Yeah, I felt episodes. like I was I was watching a whole. Yeah, it was a whole mini go.
0: series in one go. Except they only gave us half the story, right. <laughs> which is more bullshit. See this movie. Just there were too many problems in it to overcome it. Some of some movies, you know, they can have problems. I don't expect movies to be perfect. I've not seen a perfect movie. I don't think, you know. Uh, but this boy.
2: So it 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 didn't uh, blow your hair back.
0: No. Okay. It, it, have you seen a less scary horror movie? Krampus. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Krampus. Um, dolls.
2: Yeah. But if we're, t- if we're talking like recent history, uh, yeah, the Krampus movie. Um, here's an interesting thing, because you mentioned uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 5, Dream Warrior, or Dream Child, sorry.
0: Um, was it Dream Child? Was I right? Yeah. Yes, I was just <clears throat> pulling those out of the yeah. air.
2: Well, check this out. Uh, if you look... Uh, the fun st-
0: fact: I did go see that in the theater. <laughs>
2: nice. Uh, the The movie, the movie theater marquee uh, shows that Batman is playing, which starred Jack Nicholson, mm-hmm. who was also in The Shining, a Stephen King story. Um, and then you see a poster from A Nightmare on Elm Street Five: The Dream Child, also 1989. Um, which, w- which, uh, let's see, that was a. Um, that was The previous film in that series, um, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, was co-written Wouldn't by... Wouldn't there be four? Uh, well, it was previous, not the very previous movie. Oh. Um, was co-written by Frank Darabont, who directed The Shawshank <laughs> Redemption, which was also based on Stephen King. So there's kind of a thread all the way through. Yeah. Uh, Where's it,
0: the Lethal Weapon 2 come in? That was also yep. on the marquee. Um, and I believe they were showing Evil Dead or Evil Dead 2. Were they? Briefly.
2: Oh, <clears throat> I did see the Beetlejuice poster on the and wall.
1: There's a Gremlins poster. There's a, a Gremlins, Gremlins poster. poster.
2: I'm sure if we did a bunch of, uh, uh, like, a big um, whiteboard or or one of those pin boards with a, with a red yarn stretching between things, we could probably connect it all.
0: We would have put more thought into it than the people who wrote the script.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, also Frank Darabont uh, directed The Green Mile, which is also based on Stephen King. And The
0: Mist. Didn't he do The Mist? Did, he,
2: did Frank do The Mist? I don't know. I find um, did the mist. Did you catch that? One of the, one of the hooligans uh, uh, was wearing the anthrax t-shirt mm-hmm. and it specifically referenced that um, anthrax song. Uh, what is it? I am. What is the song? God. Anyway, follow me or die was on the back of the shirt, which is a line from one of the anthrax songs based on the stand, oh. which was from the point of view of the walking dude. Wow. Well. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting. Um, so the movie came out 27 years after thought. the they miniseries. You should have put more
0: thought into the script than putting in these goddamn Easter eggs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and apparently the, uh, the Lego tortoise that gets dropped and broken. Uh, there's a bunch of oh, stuff. There's stuff. A yeah.
0: Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of turtle references from the book.
2: Yeah. So, uh, and this is common knowledge now that this miniseries was 27 years ago in this movie. Uh, wow. Yeah. It's 27 years after that or whatever. Anyway, that's not important. That's just a bunch of Easter eggs and, you know, happy crap they put in the background.
0: Rather uh, than working on the story.
2: <laughs> okay. What did you like about the story, if anything?
0: I like bits of it. I like, I thought at times the kid's chemistry was working uh-huh. and I thought it was kind of interesting then when they were researching it um but for the most part oh my god it just kept going just there was never any let up and yet they still couldn't give us the whole movie
2: well we didn't talk a whole lot in the car afterward but uh, one of the things we did talk about jolian said they go to the clown stuff like the jump scare and then they just keep cranking it up and cranking it up yeah The trouble with that, I found, was it got very redundant because you've got... I I was like, God, how many of these kids are there? Eight, nine of them? I don't Mm -hmm. even know. There's seven kids. I was thinking, oh, I'm just being a dick. There's like five of them, right? No, there's seven kids. There's seven
0: kids. I will refer to each child as Richie (laughs) for simplicity (laughs) and confusion.
2: Not Billy and Eddie
0: and Joey
2: and Johnny and Freddie and whatever their names are. Um, okay, so you've got seven kids. You have to show each one of them initially getting scared by some apparition, Pennywise, showing up as Pennywise or something else, yes. right? So you've got seven initial scares. By the time you get to the seventh one, you're like, okay, um, <laughs> I think I've seen this six other times.
0: Yes. Then
2: you have to show them being approached as a group.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: And then Pennywise is kind of trying to pick them off and separate them,
0: which they kept doing. Don't get separated, and then they would promptly wander off alone.
2: Well, see you later. Yeah, and, and after
0: room. about the sixth time of them doing that,
2: yeah. So there, there are three different times that each kid gets uh, their you know their scares or their attacks. So if I'm doing the math right, that's 21 times you get to see a jump scare. Uh, and then there are some group jump scares, like when they're watching the slideshow in the garage.
0: That was the only effective one. That one was crazy. I like that, that one. That one worked for me. That was the only time that something in there... Now, uh,
2: A Near Miss was the was the headless kid in the basement of the library. Mm-hmm. If it weren't for the fake CG smoke and the terrible um, late late 90s, early 2000s, jittery Mar- Marilyn Manson walk.
0: <laughs> yes. That would have
2: been great. Yes. A headless kid, smoke coming off of him because his head got knocked off in an explosion. Holy shit, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so scary, but it, it just looked like uh, the intro to American Horror Story. So therefore, that scare didn't quite land for it's me. There's
1: a Stephen King show story, it called The Sun Dog or something, where he, he plays the idea of photographs Misbehaving, yeah. It, it's mm. like a, it's, every time he looks at a photo, that how does it go? Like the dog's turning around or it's getting near, or something.
2: Oh yeah, I heard about that um,
1: like from night shift or something.
2: Yeah, I think I have it somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's,
1: it's, it's a scary that. concept, you know.
2: Somewhere in my research. Um, now, let me say before we get too far along, I actually liked the movie. Yeah. Um, it was too much crammed into one thing in one sitting and like I said the problem is uh, if if the jump scares land the first couple times they're probably not going to land the next six times where they do pretty much the same thing and that's a problem mm. I think it would be okay in storytelling to just have this one kid show up looking like he just saw a ghost because yeah. he just saw well, well, in, something
1: in uh, Will's forthcoming It <laughs> uh, the 90 minute cat Will Zombies you could you could take the character traits of two or three characters and put them into one because mm-hmm. they're already swapping them around from how they are in the book.
0: <clears throat> mm-hmm. so like in can... the book, uh, Mike, the black kid, mm-hmm. is a historian. And Ben isn't, but they made it. I yeah, thought he's, they... he's
1: the kind of Stephen King avatar.
0: Yeah, her. I thought they could have put those two together. Yeah, They could have put Richie and Eddie together as one character. Um,
2: so you're okay with composite characters?
0: I'm totally okay with composite characters because if you're doing it in a horror movie, I think either that or you push some kids further back Right. where you're not, you barely know those kids' names, which okay. I barely knew the kids' names in this thing, but... i felt that true of all of the characters sort of because they were trying to cram in all seven characters
2: that's true plus their parents and yeah some other characters and stores and
0: i like the sinister vibe that dairy had Uh even though it also had that very stephen king Idyllic. idyllic yeah thing uh Which worked well. I liked the little fact that every time the TV was on, it was always the same horrible program. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was telling you to do awful things. Yeah. Yeah. Because in the book, that's, you know, it is affecting everybody in town. Yeah. Um, Where, you know, another thing I don't think worked with this movie was cutting out the adult situation because... The... I don't find it works with just the kids without the comparison of their adult lives and them coming back to town to fight this thing. Right. And how it kind of affects them. I mean, it does this in the movie. I'm not saying the movie doesn't touch on this, but I think the book, being a book, can do more with this. I think you need to simplify the story right for the screen you don't need to necessarily make it dumber but composite characters would have been great you could have you know combined mike and ben and and richie and eddie and then had bill and bev right that's four kids that would have been perfect you know oh i guess i'm leaving stan out but what's he do nothing
1: he gets chased by modigliani's painting yes
2: which Which i I like that that i yeah, that was great. This
1: director did a film called Mama. Yes, I never it's saw that. the same that. kind of idea of this warped woman.
2: Mm. So that was a short and then a feature, right? I
1: think so, yeah. If I
2: remember hearing them correctly. So Andy um, Muschietti. Mus- is it Muschietti or Muschietti? I'm not sure how he pronounces it. Machetti. Machetti. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, he. so he had a, um, I'm guessing that he, he probably saw some of those paintings growing up. Um, yeah. Being of Italian descent. And, yeah. Isn't you know? he Argentinian? Argentinian? Yeah. yeah, but he's, he's of Italian he's a, descent.
1: Okay. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah I'm, okay. I'm scared he sounds yeah, Italian. Yeah.
2: So he, uh, I don't know. I'm just guessing that he probably was exposed to this stuff. I mean, I was, yeah. and, and I'm not of <laughs> Italian descent. So if I was, he probably was too. And I remember being creeped out by things when I was a kid. There were... Uh, there were a, a, a couple of uh, warriors, uh, anyway, Native American guys, all in buffalo robes, stalking through the snow uh, up on this um, moose that they had killed, or that they had at least wounded. It had a couple of arrows sticking in it, I think. And uh, I always remember this, this print, this painting in a frame uh, being in our house. And when we were in a larger house and it was in the basement— my brother told me that he goes, Oh yeah. I used to be freaked out by that painting. I used to scare you. And, uh, and when he said that, I remembered, yeah, I, I do remember when I was like four or five, you know, I was probably three or four. I was kind of like scared of it for some reason, something looked eerie about it. And, uh, so I can imagine like this kid Stanley, every time he goes by that warped looking woman with the flute, mm-hmm. it's like, that thing looks creepy. And, all of a sudden, clang, she drops the flute, and then the yeah. thing falls off the wall. That was yeah. great. That was really effective. Yeah. More stuff like that.
0: One of those would have worked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to keep doing it.
2: Yeah. I mean, they could just show the kid being a little creeped out by the painting, and then maybe later he's telling his friends, yeah, something happened to me too. It could mm-hmm. be, you don't have to, sometimes you should show and not tell, other times you should tell and not show, because yes. maybe that would work. But I did like the stuff with the painting. Yeah. Um, now Bev's bloody bathroom. Um, if her dad can't see it, she could take her time cleaning it up, right?
0: Why why do we have to have her clean it up at all? It's not real. Have it happen to her and then later it's clean. She could be
2: yeah, she could just be like, you know what, Pennywise, I'm not cleaning
0: this. Why even mention it again? Just have her go, oh my God, hair and blood came out of the sink. You know, maybe you cut to the kids looking in the bathroom, but no, you have, don't show me a montage of kids cleaning <laughs> a bathroom for six to eight minutes or whatever it was. It wasn't that with, long. With I like know. a
2: shanana song playing over uh, it. And
0: yeah, I don't need to see kids cleaning.
2: Moon, <laughs> moonwalking and high fiving. I, I don't know. know. <laughs> so they and they were way too clean by the end of their cleanup. They should have been really bloody, covered in gore. So adults can't see any of this.
0: None of it. But it's affecting them. Yeah. At least I assume it is. It does in the book. Yeah. You don't really get, I mean, much of this in the movie. You could have also cut out the bully. Totally. Because they don't contribute much of anything.
2: Well, one of them... Yeah, like it's almost too immediate that you get one of them killed off and you're like, yay, they killed off that shitty bully.
0: Yeah, but you don't even know who that kid is. You don't know anything about him. You're just like, oh, it's Scutch 2 or whatever. (laughs) Scutch is the name of every bully in (laughs) 1950s movies. (laughs) So so the kid that... Even the one set in the 80s.
2: Okay, so this kid is driven mad by it and kills Uh his dad. Yeah. I thought that was cool because he seems like he's going to go too far. Like, I've known bullies that go too but far. But the whole
0: thing didn't mean anything. Because then the bully shows up and kind of threatens them. And then he gets pushed down the well. And other than being uh, the, what's the opposite of foreshadow, the payoff there. Post-shadowing. Post-shadowing <laughs> of of Mike and the and the bolt gun from the beginning. Right. You could cut the bully out of this movie completely and he wouldn't be missed.
1: He might be another Elm Street reference because I'm just thinking of this. Mm. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> so Last House on the Left, aka Krug and Company, mm-hmm. the Krug character carves his name into the belly of the victim.
0: Okay. Really? I don't remember yeah. that.
1: Yeah. That's good, though. You've not seen it? No. Well, Last uh, House on the Left? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well,
2: not in forever.
1: And... So Wes Craven, like, so obviously it's a recurring name because he was actually bullied by a boy named Yeah, and then so he he names Freddy Krueger.
0: Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe S- Henry Bowers.
1: But uh, that's in the book as well, isn't it? But
0: yeah, the bullies in name. there, and that kid who who gets killed, the first punk that gets killed. Mm-hmm. uh He murders somebody in the book before or right after it appears. And then he gets killed later by, I don't remember if he kills his little brother or another little kid. But that kid shows up in the sewer and taunts him and it's it. It's it's been a long time and (laughs) I mostly remember the child orgy. Which was replaced
1: with a groom pug. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you could put that in film. They tone that way down. <laughs> yeah. W-
2: w- would it add anything to the movie, except for maybe five minutes? <laughs> it,
0: uh, they threw everything else in. They're going to cut that. Shock yeah. me. At least do something.
2: Uh, I guess the the kid I mean,
0: I don't really want to see a child orgy on any film, but. They should have done something in this movie that was at least shocking or something something i mean there were a couple scenes that almost approached it but then they just kept doing it over and over and over If i have to watch pennywise's head not move and his body herky-jerk around like marilyn manson circa 1996 <laughs> i'm gonna scream and it's not from fright <laughs>
2: So you did notice though that the other um, patrons in the movie theater were screaming and
1: yeah, I, I had a good time because like I the, didn't
0: have anybody freaking out. I didn't notice <laughs> to the, anybody. To the left freaking of
1: me, out. there was a great crowd. Yeah, they, they were just like every every sting in the movie, they were jumping.
0: Oh and when man! It, when
1: it got to the slideshow thing, there's a couple of women just stood up, and went no and unless oh man i wish i had seen that because the guy next That's to awesome. me
0: was looking at his phone oh right we were bored oh, silly terrible.
1: yeah oh they were having such a good time oh man. yeah I, I enjoyed seeing it the only thing i didn't like uh going to the theater to see it was uh it was way too bright yeah mm.
2: there were a lot of footlights that were just like why are those in yeah my eye the, line? The, the,
1: the blacks on the screen which just oh, that was pallid yeah
0: yeah yeah, when yeah we were... I felt the whole thing was very brightly lit, and I couldn't tell if that was the <laughs> yeah, fault the of the, the projection or if it was the movie itself. Because mm. it seemed like even all the horror bits were kind of brightly yeah. lit, but yeah, the blacks were washed out.
2: Yeah, you could really tell by looking at the darkness next to the screen and then the screen while the credits were rolling mm-hmm. it's like that's about an 80 percent gray that's nowhere near black
1: mm-hmm. yeah. so that
2: was a bit of a problem
1: but yeah I, I, I really enjoyed seeing it without the audience because was pretty packed and they're yeah. they're all pretty into it the ones i i could hear around me mm. yeah
2: when uh, when we got our tickets online 24 hours before the show it was more than half sold out i mean a seven o'clock showing on a tuesday um just after opening weekend that's that's pretty good because it was it was full by the time yeah. we got
1: yeah in well, that's why i noticed that that you know the the uh, the way they were doing the scares they do like a, a jump uh and then it wouldn't cut to another scene it would like so it would escalate it for right. you know, a couple more scares
2: yeah pennywise would get closer and then get bigger and then yeah, his teeth mean, would stick else, out
1: the the people who were next to me were like oh no oh no
2: yeah they were, <laughs> they were grabbing their their armrests and yeah. jumping our, i was yeah occasionally leaning forward and kind of glancing over at them yeah that
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. was, was kind of funny but yeah there were some good crowd reactions jolien what really worked for you in this movie
1: uh i thought the girl was brilliant she was good she yeah, was good on yeah uh, yeah, she is really good. Really liked her. Um, yeah, I, I like the, the cast generally, um, and um, I liked how they changed things. You know, because in the novel, they're in, it's in the fifties, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're they're like the monster kids. You know, the first generation of monster kids, and they, yeah, and so all the uh, the monsters that are manifesting are like universal classic mm-hmm. monsters, which are, which would have been cool to see, but. Uh, for the movie, they they changed everything, so you weren't you didn't know what to expect, and right you get some pretty freaky images.
2: Yeah, you didn't get the the werewolf, you didn't get the mummy, mm-hmm. you got, yeah, you um, got a, a leper. At the end. Yeah,
1: but yeah, the, the leper was good.
2: Yeah, um, that was pretty creepy looking. Yeah. So, uh, as far as the the set funny thing is if you want something to look idyllic you have to go to canada apparently because yeah we've screwed everything up in america apparently that you can't set a movie in a town and have it look like
1: that how, how was the um... they could have they just oh, don't sure. get a tax break how, how was the haunted <laughs> house that was that a bit too cartoony just it was a bit cartoony felt it felt family.
0: very very uh scooby-doo mm-hmm. when they showed up at the house it just yeah. seemed like
2: Like, wow, man, I don't want to split up.
0: Yeah. um, (laughs) Go upstairs. You know, and then the well was in the basement. I mean, was just, I guess. But yeah, the house was a little cartoony. Yeah. It did not fit with anything else in the town. Yeah, yeah. It looked like, oh, the haunted mansion is still open. Right.
2: (laughs) Right. Yeah, and a lot of towns have that one rundown house, but... Yeah, it in
0: America, it's always Victorian. What they'd be in England.
2: <laughs> yeah, this one did kind of look like the house from Psycho.
0: So. Yes, it did.
2: So oh, here come the cops. Watch out. So uh, what I was going to say that, that really worked for me was, if you were to rewatch the miniseries, the the sets, and just the whole scope of the thing is so much smaller. This movie. More sprawling as far as, like, you could see where they're going is actually a bit of a distance and, you know.
0: Yet, I felt that the sewer sets were so obviously sets that it bothered me.
2: Yeah, I could could say that there's no reason on earth that a small town should have like 15 foot high uh work underneath it or whatever you call it, cisterns or whatever. There's there's no reason for that. That's like, you could drive a bus through those tunnels. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much flushing the toilet they do in a day, but
0: they Dairy don't. is the size of Los Angeles. we are in the storm drains fighting <laughs> the big ants.
2: Right. <laughs> they were about the same size as yeah. the tunnels in them. Which did, you know, and I I hate to be the guy who, you know, like looks for those things. But sometimes those things just sort of show up and you're like, why does a small town have this giant sewer system? What the hell's going on here? Do they have really bad flooding and they need it?
0: I assume that was it. I assume that that was sort of a real main thing was.
2: Yeah. Got a nor'easter. But the, a lot but of rain. the <laughs> fact
0: that they looked like sets so many times it was annoying because other things looked like, you know, they filmed the actual city. Oh, that's great. That, that looks real because they're in a real alley. Right. But then they go to some of the sets, the sewers, and they felt very haunted housey and not, I don't know. Yeah. Not, I don't want to say realistic, but they, they stood out from the rest of the film. Yeah. Like if you've done all one or the other, I don't really care that the scope in the mini series was small and they didn't have the budget. Right. You know, um, well, I think my...
1: like the audience was in, into it, but that it, it was, I was experiencing the movie as a haunt with like jumps mm-hmm. in every room and, uh, and a kind of creepy pasta thing. You have a whole bunch of like short scare. Yeah. You know, anecdotes jumping out at you all in a row.
0: And they didn't really hang together, I don't think.
2: And I I would say that they did a lot right, and they did a lot well. The whole movie looks great. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the story itself, to me anyway, not scary. It's not the scariest story. uh, Or scarier as a book maybe I haven't read the book so I can't say but I think in your own imagination it's probably scarier but on screen the original miniseries didn't really frighten me and this didn't really frighten me but I could see on screen like oh that thing there the jumps coming from there. Oh, there's the jump scare. You know, and I don't know why. I, I couldn't like specifically describe a scene where that happened, but
0: everything was like that. All the jump scares were like that. Like the music was cued before the jump. So the music would do it and you'd know exactly where the jump was coming from. Everything was really telegraphed, I felt, in this. Okay. I felt like it was stuff we've both seen before and just more of it.
2: Okay. Yeah, there and was a I lot of I think
0: less is more in a horror movie. You don't need to see uh, Pennywise's mouth open for the, like the 14th time, and he has all those little teeth. Right. You show that one thing briefly, and it it's scarier. That'll get in your head I mean, a lot if worse. They showed, yeah. If we watched Alien again, and they showed the alien for most of the movie, yeah. It wouldn't be nearly as effective. Yeah. If he was just some dude in a suit clomping down the hallway. Right. Um after um they I don't know.
2: Yeah, there there's there's definitely some sort of a formula here that wasn't followed as far as like uh, how to dose it, you know. <laughs> how to how to uh how to put certain amounts into each scene in the well, right places.
0: It felt like and I mean obviously since they have to have a second film um they they just they wanted too much in here they wanted to put everything in and the kitchen sink and it's just not effective in a horror movie kitchen sink
2: (laughs) well in this case the bathroom (laughs) oh okay (laughs) Ah, so um, if you, if listeners, if you loved this completely and had no problems with what is wrong with, it?
0: with you? I'm saying right now, please stop listening to the show because you're a moron. You I was, can cut all this.
2: I was going to say we're not calling. God, you. you're a
0: halfwit. I was going to say who you're, dresses you, you in the morning? I'm calling you dumb, and I say you have bad taste. You look funny.
2: So uh, Will's email address will be in the show notes.
0: I hope so. <laughs> we'll be reading like it lives on fear. I live on hate. Listener hate. <laughs>
2: we'll be we'll be reading uh, Will's hate mail next episode. Good. Good. <laughs> um, I'm not calling you dumb. If if you enjoyed this, I, I definitely think that you're
0: uh, subpar.
2: Your wants and needs in a movie are different than mine, and that's okay.
0: And that's. <laughs> not okay some people are wrong art isn't just whatever There's uh, good and bad this was crap and you should feel bad for liking it
2: <laughs> so we'll we'll get will off the fence on this one in a minute <laughs> Jolene, do you recommend this one? i
0: hated this more than lost boys <laughs>
2: <laughs> we'll be covering lost boys next week on oh, episode 101 so.
0: It's like having to watch Stranger Things in the theater. It was awful. Well, I wasn't scared once. You know what? I went and watched Suspiria before this. There's a rubber bat that attacks a woman for like five minutes. It is better than anything in it. When she throws the towel over it, and then I think she kills it with a stool, it's horrifying. But you know it's a rubber bat right you know uh wow
2: <laughs> oh, okay
0: Julian. but anyway i
1: recommend this <laughs> film everybody <laughs> should go see it twice
2: <laughs> apparently they already have did you enjoy it enough to recommend it
1: uh yeah i, I recommend it it's, it's a good time uh it would be nice to see it on uh, blu-ray so the uh the black levels are better and yeah and you can you can uh you know stop it Fast halfway through and through and bits have a rest <laughs> yeah fix a snack yeah get up and walk yeah. around yeah, experience it more as a sort of miniseries but then then i liked uh, i really liked uh, stranger things which you didn't like
0: no, no
2: yeah so do you just not like kids on bikes
1: <laughs> i hate retroism <laughs> mm.
2: okay
0: fair enough
1: oh. but they, have, they have to cuz like the the adult one is going to be in the present day isn't it I so assume.
0: movies can't be set in the past I'd be lost what, if it was whole, set in the eighties. The whole 80s? thing in the past. Yeah, why not have a movie that's in the past so and then the same further as, in the same past? As the novel. Yeah, I found that it it didn't work because I I felt that the kids were still very nineteen fifties kids, kind of stuck in the eighties. They didn't really feel. to I me mean, part of it was the names. Billy and Eddie and everything feels to me Mm -hmm. like very baby boomer kids' names. Uh, So that didn't ring true. That didn't ring true. I just didn't feel like they'd be quite as. I mean, I guess I was basically that. I was exactly that age in 1989. Mm -hmm. Um, Other than the names. But I don't know. I I just.
2: You know what really worked for you? What? That, That broken arm. The broken
0: oh, arm was good. That got you. That got me. You were me. squirming and... I like a break, a good broken arm, you know? Um, it would have really worked. You know I've really been affected if something gory in a movie makes me laugh. Yeah. Brian De Palma always has a scene in his movies that makes me laugh.
2: I'm going to guess the chainsaw in the shower in uh, Scarface was one of them.
0: I specifically am referring to uh the black Dahlia. somebody gets pushed off a balcony oh, yeah. and they fall on this obelisk in a, <laughs> in a fountain <laughs> head first and their head explodes like a watermelon in in a Japanese film um, um yeah. made me laugh out loud in the theater <laughs> Yeah
2: there's there's a lot of that stuff that happens that uh the other theater goers have to wonder what's going on with you when you laugh. (laughs) Yes. So, uh, how about you? Well, I would recommend this to most people who don't mind some scares. Like there, there are people I think who, who fully watch like the walking dead, which, you know, someone takes a gory, rotten zombie and curb stomps its face You know, you're familiar with curb stomping. I am. I'm afraid. Yes. And, uh, but what's a zombie? uh, See, that's the thing. (laughs) Okay. So people will watch the walking dead, but it's like, Oh, what about that Krampus movie? Oh, I'm not going to go see that. I don't like scary movies. You watch the fucking walking dead. I mean, that's like, that's a, that's an, uh, well, 48 minutes. If you don't count the commercials, that's 48 minutes of a horror movie every week. Tons of people watch that but they swear they don't like scary stuff. They don't like gory stuff. They don't like horror movies. You're watching one every week, you know? Um, so it's to the
0: size of the screen,
2: I guess it is. Maybe if it fills too much of your peripheral vision, you know, and you can't move your head around, to get it out of your view.
0: I find a lot of it is, uh, I, um, like this, where I think, the thought of a horror movie is worse than the actual thing oh yeah like when i suggested we watch poltergeist again oh yeah she didn't want to because that movie had scared her at one point but as i told her she was a seasoned pro now and mm-hmm. watched lots of things and uh i don't think any movies as scary as she thinks so i think being on tv is is another layer there that add that separates it so people think "Ooh, a scary movie i don't like scary movies because yeah. they're imagining something worse than
2: yeah because you're going you into see. yeah you're going into a strange dark room with a bunch of strangers mm-hmm. sitting in a chair that isn't yours and the sound is a lot louder and the color saturation and the black levels off um but <laughs>
0: yeah that the is script is terrible and there's too many characters yeah
2: and you heard me talking about that haunted ride um that dark ride that we had in uh, Chicago where Uh you'd get in the cart and it would go down its little track and it would bash through the double doors to go in. So that was, that was kind of like you're shoved into this dark room. And for the first few seconds you feel it traveling, but nothing happens. And all of a sudden things are lighting up, you know, buzzers and lights and smoke is popping out with, you know, crappy looking skeletons. Um, It's all about the environment you're placed in. The point on that. But, uh, you know, I would I would say most moviegoers who don't mind some scares, go see it. You'll 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 feel like you got your 10 or 12 bucks worth Um, 15 in some places, I'm sure. Uh, I will watch it again when it's available on DVD and I can adjust some levels on it (laughs) and uh, kind of maybe pause it like we said and
0: take a break from I'll it. I'll watch it again when I have my 90-minute VHS cut. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, wa- I want the square I format. I want to see
1: your cut of this. <laughs> I'm really interested.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to get a a, a camcorder and a tripod to film it from, from a TV after he cuts it. Yeah. And then watch it back on an old TV with a VCR. It's doable. It's mm-hmm. totally doable. Uh, so I did like it well enough um i clearly stated throughout the last hour what i didn't like about it and you know that's that's expected you know it's it's a mainstream movie it doesn't go out and make 157 million or whatever it did on a first weekend because it sucked or no one liked it um it, it did that, that. it those did are that two different
0: things
1: well
2: it did that I because hate the
1: argument that because
0: it made money it's good
2: it had broad appeal, is what I'm saying.
1: I do like that it is clicking with the audiences because I do like to watch horror movies as a communal experience. Yeah, like even ones that I don't think are very good. Like I, I saw a double bill with um, of some slasher movies, and and uh, they were they were so flat when I watched them by myself. Oh yeah. Home. Uh, but with an audience and scream jumping two, and I watched, aggressive sound mix, I fun. watched
0: with a really lively audience. and yeah. Everybody was really into it. Mm-hmm. I doubt that movie is good at all. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, the most extreme case I can think of is uh, seeing—is uh, it Rush Hour with like Jackie Chan and? Yeah. Uh, I went to see that, and like uh, I was like one of the two white people in the audience, mm-hmm. and. Uh, People are just talking back to that movie all the way through. It was a blast. (laughs) Yes. It was awesome. And I've watched it again at home and it's just, this is.
0: It's so dull. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I need a a crowd screaming at the screen.
1: Yeah. They were hilarious. Yeah. It was really great. I love
2: that. So, really, what it comes down to is if enough people like this kind of stuff, some of it's going to be really good, like it follows and get out. And some of it is going to have problems that we have with it, uh, like It. But this all goes to um, more stuff is going to get greenlit, and the more stuff that's out there, the more chances are we're going to get those good ones that we like. So I think this does help um, the horror genre, you know, get advanced forward with some of the people who've got money to make things.
1: Hmm. What what do you think of the um, uh, Scarsgard?
2: Oh, um, Bill Skarsgård. Uh, I think he did a really good job, and my guess was, and I think I confirmed this reading some interviews with him, that he didn't want to try and do a Tim Curry, because Mm. even if you nailed it and you did a perfect Tim Curry.
0: So he chose a Tim Allen.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He he, he chose his own take on Pennywise. That's Stellan Skarsgård's son, by the way. Yes. Yeah, which is interesting. I was like, "How many scars guards could there really be?" <laughs> Much maybe it's just a common name like Johnson or something. Apparently,
1: but... he's got like six siblings or something like yeah. that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I guess the older ones used to torment the younger ones by making the Pennywise face, <laughs> and so they would they would make that crazy face with the head tilted down, mm-hmm. and the eyes and everything, and um, and so the uh, so each time the younger one would finally get over it, then he would mm. develop the ability to make the face and do the mannerisms and torture the younger one. So he finally got to torture his younger brother. Right. So he was the second to the last of the Pennywise torturers and his, and his siblings. Yeah. But uh, that being said, he yeah, he developed his own mannerisms and his own expressions, and uh, it, it doesn't feel like a Tim Curry ripoff, which is good. Uh, if you're going to do it, do, yeah. your, do your own thing, which is...
0: I wish he had been more in it and not so much CGI.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Cut it out with the CGI already. I mean, like, the the smoking uh, head hole from that headless kid in the basement, if that had just been done with practical effects as much as possible, that would have probably been a lot scarier, I think. But... We'll never know because that's gotten too expensive for some weird reason. A bunch of goopy rubber and plastic and <laughs> paint is more expensive than super high powered computers. Yep. Um, but you know, to, to bring it back around to answering that question. Yeah, I do recommend it. Um, I did like it well enough, uh, even with its problems. Um, the kids were good actors, mm-hmm. uh, for the most part. And, uh, the story got through everything it needed to do to get to the next movie. So it's not yeah, like they left a bunch of shit. what sh- I want
0: in a movie. <laughs> yeah. Ticks T-ticking off b- an itinerary to get to the next movie. Tick all
2: the boxes before you move on. <laughs> but it would suck if they just abbreviated the hell out of everything instead of you know, showing everything. And <laughs> I don't know.
0: There's a happy medium there.
2: That, and there you there you have it, I think.
0: I think this movie was just overstuffed. Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: Jolien, you recommended, I recommended. Will does not so much.
1: Okay. Hey, so, I said
0: go see it twice. <laughs> you did say that.
2: <laughs> did you mean it?
1: Maybe. Okay. We'll leave it at yeah, that. Yeah, I'd really recommend going to see it before it dies down.
2: Yeah, go see it when the crowds are lively. Mm-hmm. You'll enjoy it more, I think. Yeah, people will be uh, hopefully just rowdy enough to not ruin the movie for you.
1: Yeah, because we, we saw a bunch of trailers before it, and the horror ones that I didn't, I wasn't too excited about, you know, the ones that are actually coming out around yeah. Halloween.
0: So, mm. Nothing seemed terribly good. Yeah, so. All
2: right. Well, it seems like we covered it pretty well. So for next episode, um, one of the things we're going to do I feel like we should just watch the Lost Boys. (laughs) Um, (laughs) One of the the things we're going to do is uh, make some selections from our list of all the movies we've covered since we started doing this podcast. And we're going to we're going to have some awards and we're going to have some lists made from our list. So that should be fun. Um, Do we have a movie we want to cover for next time?
0: Lost Boys.
2: Do you want to do Lost Boys? Okay. For, For episode 101. I will watch it. That's from 1986. That's
1: real, actual 80s. Oh, boy.
0: It's got a
2: foxy grandpa on it. The real
0: 80s. It's got an annoying little brother. the fake 80s. (laughs) And
2: we'll let our listeners uh, have a whole week to find it and watch it and then follow along with us. All right. That's probably enough for one show, isn't it?
1: (laughs) More than enough. We've gone far too long. There's far too much uh, happening.
0: Hour 17. We got a. yeah, Will, you should edit we this. We got one. 13 more minutes. <laughs> yeah, we should to let Phil.
2: We should let Will edit <laughs>
0: this one I'm down. Yeah. Five minutes. Uh, Podcast shouldn't be longer than 10 minutes.
2: <laughs> there you have it. So, uh, next time, Lost Boys and some stuff from our list of movies that we've covered. And, and I
0: think we should do a live listen of us live watching Robot Monster. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so,
1: we need to see the mummy when it comes out. Disc. Oh yes,
0: mm. yeah,
2: that is out on disc. I saw it in the uh, okay. I saw it in the uh, grocery store
1: <laughs> of all places. <laughs> yeah,
2: it was over by the check cashing thing.
1: Three mummies for the par- price of two. Uh,
2: I think it was full price mummies. All right, listeners, thank you for listening, and stay off the moors. <laughs>